Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Star Sports Podcast. It's Wednesday, April 13th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Today we're going to hear from two basketball coaches new to the area, Deona Jackson Durrett and Charlton C.Y. Young. Jackson Durrett was introduced as UMKC's new head coach on Tuesday. She arrives in Kansas City from Texas, where she was the Longhorns' associate head coach. She's a native of St. Louis who played collegiately at Oklahoma and has worked her way up the ladder. UMKC is her first head coaching job. We'll hear Jackson Durrett from her introductory news conference where she laid out her vision and priorities for the program that's had success over the past couple of seasons. After a break, we'll hear from Young, Missouri's new associate head coach under Dennis Gates. It's not often a news conference is called to introduce an assistant coach, but Young is the exception. He comes from Florida State, where he worked for six seasons with Gates. That seminal staff under Leonard Hamilton produced three of the four best seasons in program history. Young remained in Tallahassee after Gates became the head coach at Cleveland State, and the pair are now reunited in Columbia. Early in the news conference, you'll hear Young refer to his wife, a former basketball star, Carolyn was an SEC Player of the Year at Auburn and played on the U.S. Olympic team. At the end of Young's appearance, you'll hear him discuss lessons learned from his head coaching experience at Georgia Southern, where he had once been a standout player. It was good stuff, an honest assessment of why it ultimately didn't work out. Okay, let's get started. First, you'll hear from new UMKC coach Deona jackson Durrett, and then after a break, Charleston C.Y. Young of Mizzou. Whew. Sounds so different to hear head coach in front of your name. <laughs> I'm so, so excited to be here, you guys. Um, I cannot express my gratitude enough for everybody being here this morning. This is a great day for my family, and I and we are really, really excited to be a part of the Rue family. And I got it right, okay? Rue's up. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to thank God for ordering my steps, for guiding me and blessing me continuously. I have always waited on God to move me to my next venture. This was no different. His timing is always perfect. His grace is always perfect. I would like to thank my family for being here today and always. They are the strength behind the person you see here today. My husband, John, with his constant support and his ability to ride on whatever roller coaster we're on. My four-year-old daughter, Layla, who's my 100% why. Being her mother is my greatest accomplishment. It has challenged me in ways that have made me a better person, a better wife, a better mother, daughter, sister, friend, and coach. I wanna thank my mother, Barbara, and my sister, Latanya, who have been my rock since day one. They always have shown up and given me support for any and everything that I do. My journey to this moment would not be possible without my mentors, my colleagues, coaches, friends, bosses that have poured into me. From the start, following my sister, Latanya and my mentor, Neil Ivy, around to every park and every gym in St. Louis until I picked up a ball for the very first time. 
They are still my role models to this day. And my best friend, Tara, who's here today, who, listen, I rebound for at our first encounter, I never took a shot, okay? But she's always had my back. To Gary Glasgow for believing in me enough to play me when I was terrible, and I do mean awful, and kept my interest in basketball just long enough for me to become really good. All the way to Sherry Cole, who recruited me without promising anything. Imagine that. Somebody that recruits you without promising you anything, but fed my basketball soul everything. She impacted me in ways that made me want to impact others. To John Ishii, who gave me my first coaching opportunity at Southeast Missouri State. To Nyla Millicent and the staff at George Mason that helped me grow past all of my, stake, my mistakes I made trying to be perfect. It's a good thing that perfection is a long distant memory. Right, John? A very special thanks to Vic Schaefer for having one of the biggest impacts on my career. And more importantly, for allowing me to find myself in a multitude of ways, not just as a coach. I will forever be grateful for the seven years that I spent with him and our continuous familyship. Now to the people that made this day possible. The leadership here at Kansas City is second to none. I want to thank Chancellor Agarwal for giving me this opportunity to lead this program and this great group of girls, for being a champion for students and for showing up with action. Thank you. I really appreciate your support. And last and certainly not least, Dr. Brandon Martin for calling me and shooting your shot. If make it happen was a person, y'all, it would be him. I appreciate the realness and transparency that he possesses. I want to thank him for making me feel like this is a partnership that can be transformational and not transactional. We have enough of that in this day and age. Thank you for calling my family and including them and caring about their thoughts and opinions because they are everything to me. There are people that wait for things to happen for them. God put me and Dr. Martin together because we are two people that make things happen. We are two peas in that pod. So I thank you for your support. To my coaching staff who's taking on this challenge with me, who said yes to this journey, I would like to thank Paul Fessler and his family, along with Jessica Grayson, both whom are my associate head coaches, Sandra Abston and her family, her lovely daughter Savannah around here somewhere, I want to thank them and Jasmine Holmes, my director of basketball operations. The first thing I did was build a staff that possesses high character, work ethic, and energy that could see my vision. But more importantly, that was good for this team. You need good people around you. And so I thank you guys for being all in. So speaking of vision, right? I'm sure you're all down to know what my vision is for this program. It's simple. I want to build a tradition of champions. Easy to say, hard work to do. And I understand that. Everybody wants to be a champion. Every fan wants their team to win a championship. It's no easy task, but I do believe with these three pillars, it will be the secret to our success.
First, respect, self-respect. Respect for what you represent, which is this university, this community, this program, and the name on the front of your jersey and the back of your jersey. Also, respect for the game. What you choose to put into this game is what you get out of this game. Secondly, it's discipline. Establish what you want, establish your goals, then create and build habits that, that you consistently practice to help you meet those goals. Third is competitiveness. That's mine. You gotta have a fire in your belly that drives you to be the best at everything in the classroom, to be a good citizen, to be the best citizen, to be a great person. I'm a competitor. I think I was telling my staff last week, I wanna beat you walking to the car. I wanna beat you at everything. Ask my four-year-old, she don't get no breaks. I block her shots too. The consistent competitive mentality is what gets you to the winning mentality and then to the champion's mentality. And that's why I'm here, because I bring that mentality. My staff and I are committed to transforming this program with these three pillars and adding on to the success that has already happened here. I've been a part of a lot of successful teams and they have had those three qualities. It's the consistency and the accountability that have made us successful. So in everything that we do and all the work that we put forward, we will keep these three pillars in mind. The most important thing that I wanna leave here with you today is that this is your team. In order for us to continue to grow this game of basketball for young women, you have to know the players in the game. You have to feel connected to them. You have to be good role models for, for them. They have to be good role models for your daughters, for your sons. Players that you wanna watch on the court, but that you also wanna know beyond the court. That is why we have to ensure that we stay connected to this community. This Kansas City community is, will be our family. We will be active and involved with the youth and the greater community in everything we do. I want this to be the people's team. It is just as much yours as it is mine. Mutual engagement and involvement. That is what it's going to take. As a native Missourian, it's important for me that this program continues to elevate and to be a force to be reckoned with. Thank you guys so much for being here this morning and rose up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. 
Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. This is big. Uh, I, I love this guy uh, more than you ever know. We've been together a long time. I recruited him. So proud of him. Think he's one of the best young coaches in the country. Uh, first, I want to um, want my wife to stand up and wave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the head coach and CEO of our house, uh, and uh, I just appreciate her supporting me on this move. Uh, you have, a, have to have a tremendous amount of humility to live in my house. Uh, I'm, I'm a Hall of Fame player at Georgia Southern, and uh, I'm the worst player in my house. Uh, <laughs> my wife was a, played in the Olympics and played in the WNBA and played in Europe. So uh, I have two daughters, one in Carolina and one is just signed with Auburn, and they let me have it all the time. So, uh, <laughs> but we're very proud. We're very happy. Uh, to be here. Um, how do I start? Um, first of all, I know you guys are uh, professional press conference guys. So uh, I'm going to ask you guys, what, what, what is the uh, perfect length of a press conference? 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Well, we need to get this done in. <laughs> I want to start off on a good foot. Like, 15 minutes. Somebody got a clock on 15 minutes. I'm going to stay within 15. Uh, I, I, I want to say uh, thank you uh, to uh, Desiree Francois. Uh, thank you to President Choi. Uh, really happy to be a part of Missouri basketball. Uh, Got to be thankful uh, to Jalen Hamilton, uh, who blessed us, uh, who's a we think is the best head coach and CEO in the country. Uh, thank you to Florida State, the Florida State community, our family and friends there. Uh, that community uh, embraced us and allowed us to raise our children there. Uh, but I just couldn't pass up on an opportunity uh, to come to what I think is one of the better basketball schools in the country. Uh, I'm from the 1900s. Uh, <laughs> I'm pre-internet. <laughs> The um, first big-time recruit I was involved with was 1994, Moochie Norris. I had a Pedro, uh, and I'm a basketball junkie. And uh, so I've always been in love with Mizzou basketball. Um, I started to really impress you guys and come in with a uh, Band-Aid under my eye like Derek Chivison <laughs> back in the day. Uh, uh, but when I think of Mizzou basketball, I, I think about um, – Derek Chivas and Lee Coward and Anthony Peeler and Doug Smith, you know, the Sunvols. Uh, we used to watch them on cable TV when I was a little boy in Miami. Uh, I remember all of South Florida becoming Mizzou fans when Keon, Gil uh, Keon Dooling and, and Clarence Gilbert 
came to Mizzou. So uh, I understand the basketball tradition uh, here, and I understand the potential uh, of this place, and I love being involved with a program where basketball is, is top priority. Uh, from a, a program building standpoint, I, be, I believe in Dennis Gates. Uh, I believe in the staff that we're putting together. Um, we we want to turn this into a, uh, a consistent uh, national contender. And uh, I, I beg my wife to let me come down and join Dennis <laughs> because uh, uh, I knew what we could do. Uh, you judge people on consistent behavior, not what they say, but what they do. Uh, Dennis is a winner. He's won all his life. Uh, I've been a winner. I've won all my life. Uh, you know, I know sometimes when you, you can misconstrued a young coach for not being experienced. That's a terrible misconception. Uh, I was in the film room two, three in the morning, a lot of nights with this young man constructing game plans to, to bring down the biggest basketball powerhouses in the country. Uh, Duke, uh, North Carolina, Virginia. Uh, and when you go in the trenches with somebody and you have that kind of success and you stare Roy Williams face-to-face -face and Coach K's face-to-face and Tony Bennett face-to-face, -face, which is a scary thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you have success, you have a tremendous amount of confidence. You have a tremendous amount of confidence. So uh, at Florida State, what was six seasons? Yeah. Six seasons, you know, three straight Sweet 16s, an Elite Eight, an ACC championship, uh, a ton of NBA picks, uh, 28, 29 straight ACC wins at home, 85 and 5 at home. Over that time, uh, in, in what some people arguably say is the best league in the country because I think the SEC might have taken that over now. Uh, you, you don't want to come off as arrogant, but you're definitely confident because you've done it before. And uh, I also look at Dennis and uh, sometimes I get emotional about him and I see the comments, you know, you know you hire a coach from Cleveland State. And uh, if you know anything about basketball, you know some of the greatest coaches in the history of the game started at the low to mid-major level cutting their teeth. You know, uh, Billy Donovan started at Marshall. Turned out pretty good, didn't it? <laughs> Bruce Pearl started in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, the fundamentals are the fundamentals. And they translate all the way up. So if you have the ability to put together a good fundamental defense, a good fundamental offense, a good fundamental transition D, a good fundamental out-of-bounds D. Those things will transfer, translate in the championships no matter what level you cut your teeth. So uh, you judge people on consistent behavior, not what they say but what they do. And uh, we feel really good about what we can do to get this program to the next level. So, uh, anybody got the watch on? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to open it up to questions. questions. Uh, Gabe? Um, for both of you guys, Gabe Dion and the Power of Mizzou.com, can you give us an idea 
how this came together? I mean, was this thing where you guys have talked about for a long time? If one of you becomes a high major head coach, the other one's going with him? Or how does that work? Well, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, whenever you can be in a dungeon, right, shoulder to shoulder, side by side, some things don't really need to be said. It's ultimately the success that you've had, uh, but also the protection that you have for one another, whether it's on a recruiting trail, whether it's uh, in this profession and this opportunity now, uh, it's just simple. I need you, Coach Young. But I said that to CJ first. <laughs> I had to get uh, her approval, uh, but ultimately, the amount of respect that I have for Coach Young is unbelievable. Uh, I've had an opportunity to see him work, see him recruit, but also see how intelligent of a basketball coach he is. Whether it's offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, but more importantly, the relationship he has with the student athletes. I was a student athlete that he recruited. I was recruited as a top 100 recruit to Northeastern in Boston. And committed. Until <laughs> <laughs> I messed up and took him to the football game. <laughs> I said, they have no bleachers here. <laughs> but, you know, some things uh, really don't need to be said. Uh, it's, it's all about actions and that consistent relationship that we've had, the respect that we've had for each other, um, you know, He's more than overqualified, overqualified to be an associate head coach in the SEC. And I really mean that. I, I will say this, um, and I don't know it. To answer your question, if I'd have got a power five head coaching job first, yes, he'd have been hired. Uh, but I, I think there are five components to being a head coach and CEO. I think, uh, number one, you've got to be a culture builder. Number two, you need to be a team builder. Number three, you need to be one heck of a recruiter. Four, you need to be a heck of a coach. And then I think baseball got it right. Baseball calls the coach the manager. And I think, Dennis, um, I need to be in his ear saying, young fella, trust your gut. But you need to gauge yourself in those five categories every day. And if you can do that, you can have a tremendous amount of success. I was a head coach for four years. Uh, I had a, a, a young and up and coming coach named Steve Smith, who was my associate head coach. I was the coach of the year, year three. He got the Clemson job. The next year I got fired. I missed that. Uh, I got a friend of mine that's an experienced coach, Coach Sutton. He texts us all the time. He, he has a saying that you, you can't Google experience. You can't Google experience. Uh, I think my experience will help him. I, again, I have a tremendous amount of humility. Uh, he's Michael Jackson. I'm Tito Jackson. <laughs> I got no problem with that. They sold a lot of hit records. <laughs> you, know, you understand what I'm saying? I think... Uh, being under Jay Leonard Hamilton the last nine years, I learned how the importance of controlling your emotional intelligence. Uh, I was 37 years old. Uh, 
I was emotional. I was going back to my alma mater, where I was considered the best player to ever play there. Uh, I was the first African-American head coach in the history of the school. Uh, I wanted to be successful so bad. I didn't always do a good job of controlling my emotional intelligence, which hurt me as a CEO. Uh, I think after the success we've had, the time has passed, being able to look back on it, you understand that. That's where I can really help him. Uh, so it's, it's, this is a perfect uh, seat for me. I know some people look at it and say, that's oh, an out-of-the-box move. But for, for me, it makes perfect sense. Uh, and, I, and I think we could be really, really good. That'll do it for today on Sportsbeat KC. Thanks to Randy Mason for putting together today's show and to the production teammates of Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. This morning, I went through my usual reading lineup that includes the Star's Morning Sports Edition. Read about the Royals' loss in St. Louis on Tuesday, despite Salvador Perez's two home runs. College updates at Missouri, Kansas, Kansas State. The NBA playoffs, the night in hockey, soccer's Champions League, golf, tennis, and more. It takes me all of breakfast and then some to consume it all. I love it. You will too. Go to KansasCity.com and the subscription tab for more information. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Thursday talking Royals on Sportsbeat KC.